0: Welcome to the Enigmatic Thoughts Podcast. Um, I'm excellent. Some know me as AJ. Some know me by my government. Y'all don't need to know all of that. But thank you for tuning. And I'm so glad you're here. And I'm so glad that I actually found the confidence to do this shit. Because it'd be awkward talking to people about your feels and stuff. But it's like I already do it on Instagram. So I might as well turn it into a whole last podcast. And here you are. So... give you a little bit of a breakdown of why i chose this name i consider myself to be an enigma someone that is mysterious someone that is hard to understand hard to put together and it's not necessarily because i try to be it's just the way i am and a lot of the people in my community are the exact same way and somehow even though no one else can understand us we understand each other we see each other so with you listening. I hope that you connect with that aspect of the podcast and can relate to a lot of the things that I discussed. Um, this isn't just a podcast that's going to be solely focused around mental health, although that is a heavy aspect of it. There's lots of things I want to touch on. Social issues, um, therapy Different holistic approaches, psychedelic use, which I'm still very interested in, but I just, I don't know. I want to do some interviews. It's going to be lots of things that encompass this podcast. So I'm just excited to see where it goes from there. So anywho, for this first episode, I want to hop into a very serious discussion, which is why we do not call the police on mental health patients. And the star of this story is me. I'm the mental health patient that someone called the police on. And not just anybody, my fucking friend. Damn near sister. Damn shame. Mm -mm -mm. So I'm going to explain everything and hopefully everything makes sense and I can actually get my message across of why you don't do this. I feel like there are a lot of articles and a lot of social media posts that explain it. But when you are actually in that situation, it is completely different. And I really need to reiterate why you do not call the police on mental health patients, especially not black ones, especially not black female ones. So for the sake of identity, I am the mental health patient. Well, obviously, I'm the person that went through this shit. And the person who called the police, we're going to name them... Let's, let's be cute. Opster. That's it. That's the one. So here's how it all began. So everyone that does know me or that is close to me knows that I'm not a big holiday person. It's not necessarily a time of year that I get consumed by or I'm sad about like I used to be. But it is a time where I like to honor my own space, honor my own time, and just be. That's all I want to do is just exist. And unfortunately, this year, I had a very, very close friend, the opster, that did not honor that. And one thing that people have to understand about people who are dealing with mental illnesses, sometimes we are hiding that we're not okay. But there are very, very many times where when we say we're fine, we're actually fucking fine. (laughs) And you have to honor that. And if you truly think that there's something wrong, the best way for you to do that is to just tell the person, hey, I'm not sure if everything's okay, but when you're ready to talk about it, I'm here. But literally trying to force someone to explain something that honestly might not even be there is 10 times more frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It's like walking up to somebody and be like, are you sad? Are you sad? You sure? What's wrong? And nothing's wrong. So now I have a fucking attitude. It's that. So Anywho, you guys are going to hear me say anywho a lot. It's the ADHD. I, you know, I don't know that Franklin, Franklin, Aloysius, Mumford line just brings it all back together. But anyways, so leading up to Christmas, my mood definitely got a little bit more solemn to some. To me, it was just me being quiet. I don't want to talk all the time. So I was a lot more to myself and the opster realized this and they were kind of adamant that something was wrong with me, although I had expressed that there, there just was nothing wrong. I was just, I wanted to sleep. That's it. Um, <laughs> So I did speak to the there Christmas day, which honestly speaking was a lot for me. I don't really like speaking to people Um, on Christmas. Something about hearing like the rustling of presents and family. It's like, I don't know. What's that word? Triggering? I don't want to be around it. I just don't care about it. That hasn't been a positive re- memory in my life since my grandparents passed. So it's just not anything I care to be around. And it doesn't help either that I'm an empath. So I feel the energy. And me being on the phone with the obster while she's going through all of this. And she's surrounded by family that I know that she's not necessarily like a fan of. It was like really, really triggering for me because it was like I've been there done that and I didn't want to revisit it that day or I don't want to revisit it at all that's why I stayed to my fucking self you, you, you get me you feel me but I stuck through it and that was also my own fault because I denied my own boundaries in that moment and I have to tell you mental health warriors don't do that it will backfire I promise do not ignore your own boundaries set them stay firm to them and if the person does not understand it, guess what? They're not supposed to be in your community. And each time you deny your own boundaries, I promise, Source will find a way to push that person or that situation out of your life because you just don't get it. And that happens to me often. As of this year, that won't be an issue. But in the past, it's been an issue for me. So spoke to our Christmas Day Went through the la 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 la, and I was just really mellow. And the officer just kept on asking, "Was everything okay?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, everything's fine." Eventually, we did get off the phone, and I did what a typical Pisces does: I ate and I went the fuck to sleep. And I had already not been getting much sleep. I'm actually waiting to um do a um a oh, goddamn a sleep study towards the end of the month because I may have sleep apnea, but. I hadn't been getting much sleep that that week already. Probably related to anxiety, but yeah, you never really know. I have so many things going on upstairs. I don't know. I just know I couldn't sleep that week and that was the day I wanted to sleep finally. So I went to sleep at about five o'clock when we got off the phone. Mind you, I gave this woman from 8 a.m. to 5 fucking p.m. of conversation. A forced conversation on my end because I really didn't want to talk and talk, (laughs) but damn, bitch, I gave you all this time, and it still wasn't enough. I guess so. I went to sleep, five p.m. I ain't thinking nothing's wrong. I slept. I, I woke up a couple times, grabbed some more to eat, um, and just went back to sleep. I was just in my own little world. And I have two phones. I got two phones, um, and I put both of them on do not disturb. Not that many people really call me so much, but I just didn't want to hear any notifications. I just wanted to sleep, vibe out, light my incense, light my candles, talk to sorts, play with my tarot cards. You know, some some real angel shit. You, 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 you dig? So that was what I was on. But fast forward to the next day, the 26th, the day after Christmas, I wake up, I eat breakfast. Take my happy pills, take my vitamins, drink my tea, do my usual thing. And my phones are still on Do Not Disturb. I really didn't think much about it. I ended up taking a nap probably around 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Lord have mercy. When I woke back up at 1 o'clock, I wasn't by myself. I had two Caucasian officers standing over me asking me who I was. Now, I'm mad fucking cute when I wake up, but I promise you, I looked like what the fuck that moment. Because I was just like, is this a dream? I know I be having lucid dreams. I was just like, is this a dream? Bitch, no, it was not. It was fucking real. And the craziest part about it was two days prior on Christmas Eve, I had just posted Breonna Taylor. A black woman that got killed in her sleep who received no justice. And then I wake up the day after Christmas to two white ass cops standing over me asking me who I am. You're in my house. I don't know how the fuck y'all got in here, but you're in my house standing over me in my bedroom asking me who I am, who I'm is. the fuck? So (laughs) they ended up explaining to me that a friend did a wellness check, called them to do a wellness check. I immediately knew who it was. That was the only person that I had given my psychiatrist number to. And that was the only person I had given um, my whole address to other than, like, my friends that I order stuff from. And they would never. When I tell you they would never, I mean they would never. So I knew who it was off-rip. And I, t- I, I said the name to them. I, I gave them the officer's name. And they're like, yeah, that's her. And I was like, I can tell y'all now I'm fine. I was asleep. So they said, okay, well, you know, have a good day, you know. And they went about their business. When I tell you I was 30 hot, 30 hot. Not only do I not like being woken up because I don't get much sleep sometimes. So I don't like being woken up when I finally do get to sleep. You woke me up to cops the day after Christmas. And I don't even understand the fuck why. So I immediately text the bitch. Yes, I'm saying bitch because it's a ridiculous situation. I text the opster. Why the fuck would you ever contact 911 when I haven't been missing for 24 hours? I haven't given you any indication that I would harm. All I did was get off the phone with you and go to sleep. What made you do that? And when I tell you there just wasn't a logical answer for it, there just there really wasn't. It was just, oh, I panicked. Excuse me, sweetheart. Your panic could have cost me my life. Now. I'm from Spanish Harlem, born and raised, but I live in upstate New York. It's nice and cheap, y'all. But the people are fucking weird, I'll tell you that much. Um, and I live in a suburban area. I'm probably one of the only Negroes around this part. And when I even go for my little morning job, all I see is Trump 2024 signs. So I know I know the type of people I'm dealing with. And you sent 911 to my home and i'm a black woman that's living in an area that you really wouldn't expect someone that looks like me to live in and they could have completely turned this situation upside down over you panicking absolutely absurd absolutely absurd so i wrote a very very thick thick long paragraph in true pisces form explaining how wrong it was there was a list of things that went wrong with the situation the officers couldn't get through my front door so they broke through my back screen door that was gonna come through my that was gonna that's now gonna come out of my security deposit in reality i don't think it will because to be honest i'm a miss i'm bob the builder i could fix it myself i'll fix it before i move um <laughs> so that really wasn't an issue when i thought about it after the fact but in that moment yes it was an issue. Um. I don't have a great relationship with my landlord, which is why I'm moving. And I just, you created a very toxic situation that could have gone left if they had to contact him. Somebody who I don't even deal with outside of money. So that was another thing. But above all, I just could not get over you sending police to my home and me waking up to police standing over me. I could, have had, I could have been accused of not living there. There's a lot of things that could have gone wrong. And yes, it is very much a what if situation, but it's not a what if situation when I've seen plenty of mental health warriors get shot and killed by the police over a misunderstanding. And you being my sister, someone who I trusted, put me in that situation, unforgivable absolutely unforgivable and I think the worst part of it all was writing these these very very well thought out detailed paragraphs and being hit with okay okay I'm sorry it was the most I got the most monotone response back it was like wow do you really care about what you just did do you understand the magnitude of what you just did because I know I'm not wrong with my reaction The crazy part about it was that even before I responded and really got into the gist of the situation, because we didn't immediately have a discussion, the 26th after the police were called, I basically told her, I needed my space after this. And we didn't actually have a heart to heart until the 27th, the next, the following day after that. But between that time, I reached out to several soul sisters and explained to them the situation. I was just like, should I like? correct this something about me is that as a pisces i rationalize everyone's actions a lot and sometimes i rationalize it to the point where i completely ignore my own feelings so i was almost getting ready to be put in a situation where i was going to coddle a person that actually hurt me and that actually could have gotten me killed But because I quote unquote understood that they were just concerned and that they meant well, I was going to completely disregard my own feelings. And I'm thankful for those soul sisters. You know who you are. Love you for explaining to me. No, that was completely incorrect. You need to say what you need to say. And I said what I needed to say. And the officer definitely revealed to me that this is not an ally because it's like. It just wasn't clicking. And. The conversation became very combative because this person decided to tell me, well, what about the time that you contacted so-and-so and and they cursed me out? And I was just like, when, (laughs) excuse me, that's my other phone. When I went through a situation with her where I thought she may harm, because I am a conscious listener, I did not call her parents. I definitely did not call 911. And I didn't call anyone in her family or immediately ne- or immediate network that I knew would blow it out of proportion. I contacted someone that was as close to her as I was, or at least I thought was as close to her as I was. Um, and unfortunately, that person ended up yelling at her. And in my eyes, to be honest, that's someone that shouldn't be in your life because if they don't understand that you're going through a dark path and that I'm trying to rally everyone together to get you help, then that's not someone you should have in your circle either. But irregardless, she decided to compare that situation to calling 911. The difference between those two situations was that in my situation, I saw you were going through something. And despite my anxiety and my grief and my utter fear that she may harm because she had already told me previous prior for, before me prior to me reaching out to anybody, she had already told me I can't do this anymore, I don't want to be here anymore, and kept on hanging up on me. So I went into straight up fight or flight mode. But even in that moment, I still did not call nine one one and I still did not call anyone that I felt would not understand the situation because I am an active listener. When someone tells me what their safety plan is, whether they realize they're telling me what their safety plan is or not, I pay attention. Oh, when I'm going through something, the last person I would go to is my parents. I immediately put that in my brain. Okay, when she's going through something, not going to call mom and dad. That's how I am. But I did not get the same courtesy. And they, they chose basically to just not understand me in that moment. And it was very hurtful. And... It wasn't even taken into account that i had already gone through a very traumatic loss and march 1st i had lost a soul sister to suicide that is who my website is dedicated to that is who this beautiful podcast is dedicated to jesse um i had already gone through that so even throughout me going through all those emotions I was still more than understanding of what not to do when she was going through a crisis, but I did not get the same courtesy. And this is why I wanna point out how important it is to have, not only have safety plans, but learn from me and really evaluate who you choose to give your safety plan to. Because it can mean the difference between life or death if you are going through a true crisis, which in this case, I was fucking not. I was just asleep which is the insane part. Um, but that's something that you really, really have to take so seriously. And to those that are on the outside of it, when someone is going through a crisis, you do not call 911. Unless that is their ideal course of action, you just don't do it. I have a therapist. I have a psychiatrist. I have a behavioral um, health center. That all three work together, that if I'm going through anything that I cannot handle, that is where I will go first. And they all know it. It's on paper. It's in my medical app. We all know it. This person know it, knew it. The opster knew it. So it was just like, damn, girl. It's, it was really equivalent to like thinking somebody won't do you like that and they do you like that. And the insane part about it was that she I had given her my therapist's phone number and my home address less than 24 hours before the police were called. So I finally got to the point where I could trust you with such sacred information and you blew it that fast with something with a decision that was so dumb. So, so dumb. And honest to God, I could have forgiven and still continued a sisterhood. Well, that's a lie. I could have continued a friendship or an associate ship, if that's even a word. I could have continued that if the response to how I felt in that situation was understood, but it was just disregarded. And my friends that did see the text messages, I'm not going to read through all that on here because it's, it's just too much for y'all. But my good sisters that did see those text messages know that I utterly explained top to bottom what was wrong. And all I got told was, okay. The last thing that really stung to me was the okay, hun," If that ain't the most dismissive shit, girl, girl, just utterly ridiculous. So when it comes down to it, yes, I'm fine. Physically, mentally, I am not. Following that situation, Um, a lot of my complex PTSD was re-triggered. Um, I haven't been sleeping properly since, not even going into the new year. I get some days of good sleep, but I definitely wake up panicky still. Um, I wasn't always a heavy sleeper, but I got comfortable in my home to the point where I was, hence the reason I didn't hear the police trying to get the hell in here and damn near breaking in my house, in my room. Now I sleep light as a feather, so it's like, you can drop a pencil and I'm gonna pop up. So it's like... That one dumb mistake, that one dumb mistake completely left me with a bunch of side effects that I didn't ask for. And that's what I mean by calling the police on mental health patients can cause a domino effect, a very, very negative one at that. And it's just something you should not do. Honestly speaking, I feel as though even if a person does say, that call nine one one is okay. You should find a way not to before you have to get to that point. And above all, when you do call nine one one, you have to, you have to, have to, have to let them know that it is a mental health crisis. And for them to please de-escalate it. Those are very important words. It is a mental health crisis. I need police to come de-escalate it. Not come kill, not come break in their house, not come scare them, not come stand over them. All I could think about was like, what if I was having a nightmare? This has happened before. And I woke up swinging and I swung on a cop and he pulled out his gun and shot me. It was so many things that could have gone wrong. Like I I don't, I've never in my life woken up to someone standing over me, yet alone two white ass cops and I'm respectfully disrespectfully fuck the police I don't like them and I don't want them in my house when I tell you I had to stage this bitch from top to bottom oh my fucking god but just to stay on track I have to reiterate this again this is why we don't call the police on mental health patients this is why when you have friends that are experiencing depression schizophrenia any Anything in the spectrum. It's not just depression and anxiety, guys. It's everything in between. Mood disorders. Everything. We're all a community. And all of us, especially if you consider yourself a friend or a family member of that person, you have to understand their situation. You have to honor their situation. And you have to handle them with care. The utmost care. That's if you care that much. And in my opinion, based on my personal situation, I quickly learned that the officer did not care that much. And that's okay. I would much rather it be a situation where I'm forced to see it like that than me just go blind. But I want to warn you guys to be aware of who is in your circle, who you provide information with making sure that those close to you, I'm reiterating this again, making sure that those close to you understand your crisis plan and understand that 911 is not someone you want involved. Have all this information on paper. Make sure your therapist is aware. These are all things that can be the difference between life or death. So I just want to like bring that story to a close with that message because that truly is the message of this story, all jokes aside. And I hope it's understood. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. And we hop into some more topics. Hopefully it'll be something a little bit, uh, I'm not even gonna say hopefully because the thing with mental health is that shit just happens. So we'll, we'll see how the week goes and we'll see what we hop into next week. But I'm thankful that you came today I'm thankful that you're a listener and I can't wait to come back. And oh yeah, the week just dropped the album. Make sure you go tune into my baby father. Yes. I've been rocking with him since I was 14. So yes, it's that, it's that serious. And above all, um, I want to shout out my absolute ah one of my favorite, favorite soul brothers, Lance. He had a beautiful oh Lord, oh Lord, not the tears. Oh, hold. Hold up. <clears throat> he had a beautiful podcast that was dedicated to the weekend um, that Abel listened to, loved, and appreciated. And sadly, Lance is not here with us now. But I know he's with us in spirit. I know he is hopping to the rooftops with all of us screaming "exo." And I just know that he's here with us. So if you if you uh, if you knew Lance while he was here you understand where I'm coming from. And on that note, I'm going to sign off and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you again for tuning into the Enigmatic Thoughts Podcast.